Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Hallelujah. Hey. Will you sing that song again, Abby? You're going to think we sing with understanding. It may look as if you are surrounded by that circumstance. Maybe you don't know how to break free from that situation. Maybe you don't know how to surmount that challenge. But the truth is that you are actually surrounded by God. And when God surrounds a man, God surrounds that man with something called favor. Hallelujah. Can we sing that song again? I'm surrounded by you, Lord. I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Lift your hands, it may look like. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like, say. It may look like I'm surrounded. Oh, it may look like, say. It may look like I'm surrounded. Hey, somebody jump, jump, jump. It may look like, say. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like, say. That is why you are not going to give in to that fear. That is why you are not going to accept that negative report. That is why you are not going to agree with Satan what he's telling you to agree to. That is why when he tells you that, that this is where you are going to be forever, you will tell him that the light of a righteous man shines brighter and brighter. This is how we actually fight our battles. Hallelujah. We don't give in. We don't submit to fear. We don't resign to circumstances. We don't. Why? Because we are kings. This is how we fight our battles. Let's sing that song again. It may look like say. It may look like I'm surrounded, but hey! I'm surrounded. Oh, by it may look like it. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded. Hey, hey, it may look like say. I'm surrounded with favor. Hey, hey, it may look like say. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded. This is how I fight my. This is how I
Lord, we give you praise. Father, we thank you for strangers. Listen. Listen, guys. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. There will be strange doors opening for people this season. I feel like there's something on my inside communicating with somebody on the inside. I don't know. This is not the, not the general amen. I'm sorry. Do I have people that they say, I can feel there's a connection from my spirit to their own spirit. Yeah. Yes, there will be strange doors for some people in this place. The kind of strange doors that Elijah, Elijah in the time of famine, hallelujah, in the time of famine, God sustained him. He said, go to the brook of Cherith. He said, I have commanded the ravens to feed you. And he went and he was sustained. And when that one dried up, God said, see, God is always thinking about us. He doesn't do one blessing. No, see, God is not the God of abandoned projects. If he starts a project, he will complete. And guess what he said? He said that you are God's workmanship. You are God's building. So God is building you. You are his project. So that's why I know that you will laugh last. Praise God. So there are strange doors opening for people this season. And when those strange doors begin to open, don't resist and say, ah, this is not what I'm used to. No. Uh-uh. I'm giving you the warning now. Don't say, ah, ah. Elijah could have said, what's happening in the brook? There's no water there. Everywhere is dried up. No, but he obeyed and went. He said, go and meet a widow. Why didn't you say, go and meet the king? Why a widow? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't argue. Just move. Just move. This season is a season to move. When people are saying there is hunger and famine, this is when you'll be earning, earning in realms that you have never earned before. Yes. 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 So there are strange doors opening. Strange doors. Strange doors. Strange doors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. People people will give in dollars this year. Mm. That's strange doors. That's strange doors. Opportunities opening up. Hallelujah. God cannot be boxed by your job, by your nine to five. God is too big that you're only your salary. What is that? 
it's an insult only that one no it doesn't work like that or he's boxed by the business you are doing no no so there are strange doors <laughs> glory to jesus hey hallelujah praise god ah guys in this season this is when your light will shine brighter yes it's he said darkness shall oh can you did you help me help me isaiah 60 oh darkness oh jesus hallelujah he said darkness shall cover the land and gross what darkness the what but this is a but the lord shall arise upon thee hey god will arise upon you this season so when when the instruction begins to come <laughs> guys i'm saying it again i'm saying it again when the instructions begin to come i beg you not to resist it try and remember this message the holy ghost will help you to remember don't 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 resist and say that this no this is not what i'm used to no 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 leave it just walk with the spirit hallelujah he said you shall hear a voice behind you telling you this is the way walk ye in it hallelujah lord we thank you thank you because your church will shine this season thank you because of us this nation this nation will not go down father we give you praise you want to celebrate jesus somebody hallelujah praise god hallelujah praise god praise god somebody are you happy to be in church this evening hey i'm so happy hallelujah thank you jesus i'm just thank you jesus thank you lord oh we serve a god that is always looking after us eh the God will take care of us. Oh, he will take care of his own. He will take care of his own. Just like God told Moses, say, I will make a distinction. That's the, good, that's, that's, that's the nature of God. You see, I will make a distinction between those who are my people and those who are not my people. You see, I will make a distinction. That's what God likes to do. When it is dark, he will shine the light to show that these ones are my own. You better join them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ah. All right. So we started last, last week, last week Wednesday. Father, we thank you. Thank you for our trance. Thank you because we understand. We understand what you have for us tonight. I will not live here the same in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. So today we're looking at um, spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. So if you remember last week Wednesday, we started with maturing in Christ. So we'll just we'll just continue. This season is a season to if there's if I mean there's no better time to to pursue God like never before than this season, Abby. Oh yeah. So all the principles that were being taught, this is time to begin to really ramp up on them. Okay? So let's delve into what God will have us know tonight. So what is spiritual maturity? Okay? It's the process of intentionally, please take note, intentionally and consistently taking steps to becoming like Jesus. Who wants to be like Jesus here? Mm. 
Bible says, in this world, we are like him. I'll show you know already. Okay? You know already we are like him. Mm. He said, it doesn't yet appear what we shall be like. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, but we know that when we see him, that we shall be like him. Please, did you help me if I can quote it well? For when we see him, we shall what? Be like him. Okay, that was, that's another message. Is it there? What oh, this screen? I like this screen. Help me. He said, beloved, now we are the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Hallelujah. For we shall see him as he is. See, let me tell you, guys. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Even as the world is getting darker, it's also important for us to now be looking up more than ever before. Did you get it? Eh? I know that God will bless us here. I'm aware. Okay? Last month we did supernatural man, Abby. For us to reign. Yes. But this is now also the time for us to begin to look up. Because Jesus told us that when you see all these things begin to happen, he said, look up. For your redemption is what? Is near. That's not the message tonight, okay? But <laughs> that's not the message. All right? But just to say that we are like Christ, okay? So spiritual maturity is really is simply becoming like Christ, doing things the way Jesus would do it. Remember WWJD? You put no itabi? Uh-huh. What would Jesus do? There are some times when I want to do maybe something is making me angry. And as I want to do the anger, I want to remember WWJD. I should leave that in first. <laughs> Praise God. But you see, preacher maturity is intentionally and consistently. Consistently does not mean 100% too. Doesn't mean all the time, no. But that you are keeping in step. Okay? To becoming like Christ. So always asking yourself, what will Jesus do? You can mature, you can mature physically. Okay? Without necessarily being intentional. But you can never mature spiritually if you are not intentional, deliberate, and consistent. You can't. So, a man can be born again for 10 years. He's still a baby in Christ. He can be born again for 30, 40 years. He still remains a baby in Christ. Pastor K has taught us that. He still remains a baby in Christ. Because that person has not consciously taken the steps to growing spiritually. And guys, you can't afford not to grow spiritually. And I'll show you. I'll show you from scripture. You can't afford. You can't afford not to. Hallelujah. So, you must consistently consistently do what you need to do. And I'll be showing you, and I'll be showing you, and I'll be showing you um, shortly. Spiritual maturity is an ongoing journey. It never, let's say Philippians 3. Philippians 3.12. It's an ongoing journey that never ends. Okay? It's an, uh, that, 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 that is the consistency there. It's an ongoing journey that never ends. But you are on that track. Hallelujah. You're on that track. Let's see Philippians 3. Thank you. This is Paul, Apostle Paul. Powerful Paul. He said, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal. Look at this, see what he said. He said, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. I pre- see, that word, I press on. That means amidst the, 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 the obstruction and obstacles, I am pressing on to be like Christ. I am pressing on to be to." To be everything that he has called me to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's see what it means to be spiritually mature. Okay? Let's, let, let's not begin to go deep. Okay? 
we'll read from first, Second Peter 1, 1 verse 3. This is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, okay? First Peter, second, sorry, Second Peter 1, 3. We'll read it together, okay? And I trust that the Holy Ghost will teach us as we go on. Second Peter 1, 3. So I remember, okay, it says here, his divine, look at this, his divine power has given us, somebody say everything. This is why I love, this is why I like this scripture. Everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by own glory and goodness. This simply tells me that I have what it takes to overcome any temptation. So when I am driving or wherever I am, and I begin to face one temptation or the other. And it seems like temptation is strong. I just remember this scripture. You see, that means I have what it takes. I cannot be a slave of this thing. Hallelujah. That means with my knowledge of this, I'm able to resist and break free. Hallelujah. See, his divine power has given us everything we need. Everything. Somebody say, I have what it takes. I remember when I was going to get into school. So I got born again in secondary school, SS1. And my, 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 my cosmos, they tormented my life. My God. How many of you got born again in secondary school? Okay, not many. Did you face... I don't know whether those, my guys, they were all just very wicked people that devil was cooking. Thank God, somebody I born again today. But they tormented my life. And they were telling me, when I went, we got to SS3, that Jethro, you, when you get to campus, you will pass light. Campus girls, hey. I never go campus before. But they were threatening me. So with all that threat, I became afraid. I became afraid. So when, when I was about to enter into school, I was really afraid. If I actually thought that, now is my backsliding time. Oh, yes. Because they had told me so much. Uh, but because I had not read this scripture, I didn't know. You see, I'll come to knowledge very soon. I didn't know. So I accepted it. I was, I, was, I was really like shaking. I was afraid. And I met one of my friends that time in DCC, where there was still a, was still a fellowship. I met him then to tell me, ah, Henry, I'm afraid of this one. He tried to encourage me, encourage me, not do anything. And when I went to school, 100 level, are you asking me what happened? Which about saying, oh, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. You see, we are in the hand of Christ. He holds us like this. So when I got into campus, when my head, or I could feel that my knot, all the screw, was already falling down. As they were prophesying in my secondary school. You know what God did? God planted me in, one, in a room. Room 103. University of Benin. I can't forget all three. Those of you that went to Benin, you know what I'm talking about. One room, I can't forget that room. It's like it will enter heaven. I can't forget room 103. It's as if how can almost all your roommates be born again crazy Christians? How, who, how does that happen? So it's like all the people, all the selection of my roommates, they were all fire, ginger, heavy, heavy spiritual. So even when I wanted to start running mad, they would say, Jethro, what is going on? They were not, they don't let me rest too. They didn't let me run wild. It was just my roommates. That's when, I, that, that's when I realized the power of association. You cannot go far spiritually if you have your year friends. You can't go far. Some of you are struggling with some things. So they call your bad counsel. 
A married man is toasting you. He is toasting you. Eh? And because you have a, a friends that have been anointed from hell, you're not going to tell them. See, this guy, they disturb me. This is going to ah, give you a bit, sapa you or something. That's an eh, eh, picking corner. What's in the day? Mm. They tell you, picking corner. What's in the day? Eh, just fall and go now. Just what's in the day? Eh. Is that the kind of cancer? You see, if you remember the story about uh, Amnon, Amnon and um, Tama. Oh, Jesus. Innocent Amnon. See that innocent? It's bad, bad people that don't die. Oh. It's the good people that try it and not die. The one that is doing Aristo, she will never get pregnant. He's the one that just tried once. Is it a lie? It's true now. The guy, innocent guy, he could not do anything. It was worrying him, it was disturbing him. He couldn't do anything. He said, but Amnon had a friend. That was the defining, that was, that was how that guy's life was destroyed. Some of you, you have friends that from this, from this place here now, you need to go block, bring out your phone and block them. And cut off every contact. Because when Satan wants to, when God wants to lift a man up, God will send him men. When Satan too wants to bring you down, he will send men. Association. He said, do not be deceived. Bad company, corrupt, good manners. So in case you are telling yourself, I'm not in now, no. And people trying to change them, no. Have you entered a room before that? As you enter the room, that room is smelling. But people are inside there. But they're not smelling it again. I said, this room is smelling. no, it's your, it's your mindset. Your mind, change your mindset. Oh God, this, is, this room is smelling. So you are already like them, but you don't know that you are like them. Hallelujah. Let me, I'm, I just digress, so let me come back. Let me come back. Okay, let's see. Second Peter 1, Second Peter 1 from, from verse 3. Like I said, it's a, it's a long read, but it will bless you. Second Peter 1, 3. Okay. Next one, next one. But take note of what you said there. Say, through our knowledge. Please take note. Take note. His divine power has given us. So you have everything through your word knowledge. Okay? Through this, through his glory and goodness that I talked about in verse 3, he has given us his great and precious promises. You can call that, you can call it his word. Okay? So that through them you may participate in the divine nature. This sounds like supernatural man to me, Abby. So that through them, through his word, you may participate in his word, divine nature. Having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desire. So, the fact that you have been saved does not necessarily mean that you will walk in that divine nature or that supernatural man. No. Let's see. Let's go to verse 5. Verse 5, verse 5, verse 5. He said, for this, for this very reason, because, because you need to live a supernatural life, you need to partake of the divine nature. He said, make every effort. Some Every, not some effort. Make every effort to add to your faith, goodness. Okay. So if you, if you, if I, let's let's read on, and I'll come. We'll come back here. Add to your faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness. Next one, and to godliness, mutual affection. Another one, say brotherly kindness, and to mutual affection. Love. See it. He said, for if you possess 
these qualities. I mean, you're talking to everybody here. If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, are you seeing now? In what? They will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I don't want to be unproductive. I don't want to be ineffective. Because when God makes investment, he wants to take returns. Let's not forget that. When God makes investment in you, he's expecting one day to come and collect returns. A day is coming. He will ask everybody for return. What have you done with what I give you? Everybody. Everybody here without fail. Plus me that I'm preaching. He will ask us. He will ask you, what have you done? I don't know if you think about it sometimes. Do you think about it sometimes? Is it only me? It can't be only me. Do you think about it? Where you stand? Sometimes I think about it and I get, to be honest, sometimes I get afraid. Eh? I will stand before God and I will be answering, okay, how did you do this? I gave you this. How did you do it? So you, every man must live, you must live every day as if it's your last. But, you know, but don't worry, you know, Bible says that it would long life. Exactly. But you understand what I'm saying, Abby? But say, Pastor, you think that would die. Nobody's dying. No, Allah. Okay? Praise God. I know some people are very, especially in this season now, they say, you understand what this man is saying. He said, but they'll keep you from being ineffective in your knowledge of Christ. But let's go back. Now we can take it step by step. Okay? Step by step. Step by step. Let's see verse 4. Verse 4. If you can give me message translation. Message. Message translation. Or we can jump. Oh, sorry, because of time, eh? We can jump. I don't have time again. Okay, so let's, let's move to the... Let's move to... Go to 5. Go to 5. Go to... No. Uh, go back to NIV. Thank you. Go back to NIV. Okay, good. He said, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. So what is goodness? What is goodness? Goodness simply means excellence of character. Excellence of character. God has called us to live good lives. God has called us to live lives that character, character. Somebody say character. Character. Is character. I don't know how to say it again. God has called us to live character life. There's an English like that. Uh, you must have character. You must live right. You must do what is right. It's not enough to say, oh, I believe. That's enough. No. You say, add to your faith goodness. People must see you. I'm able to say that there's something different about this one. Hallelujah. Goodness. The kind of things you say. The kind of things you do. The kind of clothes you wear. How you treat people. How you talk to people. Ah, character. Hallelujah. Praise God. Excellence of character. Godliness simply means doing the right thing. Somebody says something. That there's no limit. There's no limit to the evil that a man can do. 
Because the Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. There's no limit to the evil that a man can do. There's also no limit to the good that a Christian can do. Hallelujah. There's no limit. Oh, if you just open yourself up to him, you'll see how much God can use you to do good. Are you willing to serve people? Are you willing to serve? Some people have been in church for a long time. They've not joined any department, no department, nothing, no service of any kind. I mean, what sort of life is that? Service is the highest form of sacrifice. Especially when you are serving without getting anything in return. Hallelujah. It's the highest form of sacrifice. So God expects us to live good lives. Life that care about other people. Life to show that you have conscience. Ah, I'm trying not to say something, shall so that I know you press unnecessary buttons, you know. But you know, Christians, character. If you tell somebody I will do this thing, do it. Praise God. Hi. If you if you are you should not be the one that they are police pursuing, you know. Oh, they are calling and no, no, no character. Hallelujah. I'm trying not to go into too much detail, but I'm sure that the Holy Ghost is talking to somebody, Abby. Abby? Yes, now. You can't tell her you are in fashion, you, you are in church, you can never you can never meet deadline. You can never meet deadline. Can never. Someone cannot give you a job and, re- and refer you to another person inside church. Come on. Car- somebody say character. It's my job to talk through. I don't want to wait me. It's okay. All right? You still love me eventually. I don't have a choice. It's character. Car- my wife is doing me face. I should not talk. My job. Hallelujah. Let's see 1 John 3. 1 John 3. Also, also consideration for people. Consideration for people. Hi. Christian love. Opening, align, not closing up, not, not closing up your, your heart of compassion. First, let's see. Let's see. 1 John 3, 17. 1 John 3, 17. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them. How can the love of God be in that person? Did you get that? Did you see it? See, if anyone, this is the book of John, has material possessions, and you see a brother, I know there are some people that are career beggars, I know. After church, like they are waiting. I, I know that one. In fact, one time, was this some weeks ago, General Mayawa had to pack. He said, Jethro, is that one harassing you? I said, I know his password already, it's okay. There are some people that are, you know, their target, they are snipe, sharpshooters, snipers. They snipe everybody. They will profile you. Pro, 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 pro. They have computer in their brain. Not those computers. Profile you. And they will think of the stories, come and tell you. I know there are people like that. No, but I'm talking about the real brother. He says, sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them. He says, how can the love of God be in that person? Let me see ESV. If you have ESV, do you have ESV? ESV. He said, yet closes his heart against him. Goodness. The bowels of compassion allowing you to flow. That is goodness. He said, add that to your faith. Add it to your faith. 
Don't stop, I believe, oh, I believe in Jesus. And that's, no, no, add it to your faith. That's spiritual maturity. It shows that you are growing. It shows you are growing. Hallelujah. He said to, 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 to goodness, let me move from goodness, okay? To goodness, add what? Knowledge. Add knowledge. That, that knowledge there means doctrine, okay? Doctrine, um, you can call it information if you like. Wisdom. Add knowledge. Knowledge is what you pursue. The knowledge here is not the same knowledge that they used in verse 3. That verse 3, that verse 3 knowledge is like recognition, acknowledgement. This knowledge is it's more like an active one. An active one. In our kingdom, ignorance is never an excuse. That you say you don't know. Ah, I don't know this. It's not an excuse. That you don't know is your fault. Did you get it? That you don't know something is your fault. That you don't understand the principles of prosperity and you are still poor. It's your fault. Yes. That you don't understand this principle of health and healing and you still remain in sickness. It's your fault. That you don't understand the, some other principles of life. It's your fault. Because all of these things have been made available to us. Hallelujah. Ignorance. Let's see. Let's see. Luke, Luke 12. Luke 12, 47. Luke 12, 47. In our kingdom, ignorance still brings punishment. Ignorance. That's why God said that because you have rejected knowledge, I too have rejected. See, my people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. See, my people, this is God saying, see, my own people, they perish for lack of knowledge. He said, because you have rejected knowledge, I too will reject you. He said, look at this. He said, the servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. Another version says that the master, the servant, who, who knows the master's will, but he still does something worthy of punishment, See, that person will be beaten with many blows. But let's see the verse 48. Next verse. He said, but the one who does not know. I mean, he's, he doesn't know. Abby? <laughs> and does things desire. Oh, Igbo people, they, they understand this thing very well. Oh. Igbo, they don't hear sorry. Oh. If you go abroad, you commit offense. Here, you can be begging. Um, Kekemara uh, will jam you. They know that they are driving foolishly. In their mind, just need and beg, lie down on the floor. And that's the solution. No, you can't try it in some places. So. That you are saying, you are sorry. I, I, I didn't know. Hey. Once you man tell you, I'm afraid. <laughs> See, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I can't hear you. See, I did not know. The one time I travel to the UK, my, this, okay, my small son, maybe two years old that time. We were running to go and catch plane. We got to the gate. And the plane never fly. Oh, you boy, the plane never fly. Look at the plane. I can see it like this. We say, we carry baby. We say, we say oh, 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 sorry, I'm afraid. We've closed. I'm afraid waiting. <laughs> you know, we bought new ticket that day. We missed flight. Oh. You know, you anything. That you are in a boarding, wrong boarding gate. You can't be telling that, sorry, I didn't know I was in the wrong boarding gate. Ah, no. They say, I'm oh, sorry, I'm afraid. So just go, just go to the counter. He said, those things worthy of punishment will be with few blows. He said, so if you don't know, and you do things worthy of punishment, he said, you will still be beaten with blows. Either way, they're still beating. I don't want anyone. So is it not better to go and get knowledge? Hallelujah. 
And you see, it is so easy. Technology has made our lives easier. But just that people, a lot of people don't leverage it. It's, it's far easier to know God now. Do you agree with me? Let me tell you. Because I know how the Bible is and I know how English is. I know that Greek, the way they translate it in Greek. You see, in this same first Peter, second Peter 1, we see two knowledge, Abby. There are two different things. So you just read the knowledge. No, not that kind of knowledge you are thinking. One, the first one is epignosis. The second one is uh, gnosic. There are two different things. But you just carry it and read everything. Oh, knowledge. No, no knowledge. So, but guess what? In those days, I had a Bible. I had, my wife had Dick's Bible. Me, I had my own Dick's. In those days, when Reverend Femi, for the men that were here, came from men's conference, in those days, you have strong concordance. Who remembers? Remember strong concordance? You now have Bible dictionary. You remember? That you will carry. Uh, you now have parallel Bible. Hey, Jesus. Everything since iPhone now. My God. Everything. Just go to www.biblehub any verse they will break down all the Greek, Hebrew you will see it and you understand the original meaning that's knowledge but you must go for it see those that know their God they will be strong and they will what? they will do exploit this is the season where we need to know our God this is the season where we need to know this God so what steps are you taking to know God? It's being deliberate. If you're going to grow spiritually, you must be deliberate. If you are the kind of person that you don't like to read, you know some people don't like to read. You know some people don't like to read, Abby? If you like flog them, they cannot read. They don't like to read, though. They can read, though, but to read that thing. So, technology has also helped us. If you can, if you like, if you're a kind of person that likes to read, you like gist, there's audio Bible. Abby, in case you don't like to read and you like gist, they can be gisting the Bible to you. I mean, how good can that be? In case you, are, you also don't like to read books, there are some apps you can put on your phone. And you can be reading books. You can be listening to books like as if you are hearing comedy or something. Oh, yes. There are apps. Every month, every month, if I, this is getting to annoy me now, but I tell myself, knowledge is important. Every month like this, I just get a lot. Pam, dollars. Audible app. Pam, mentor box app. All these are books. They are audio. Or, or video. Because I know that I may not be able to sit down and be carrying book to read for two hours or one hour, but I can be doing it anywhere. I can be inside my car. I will bring out. I will be the person that wrote the book. I will be seeing him explain the book and talking about the book. Is it not beautiful enough? Mm. It's knowledge. See, get knowledge. So what system can you build around reading the Bible? Oh, there's you version. You can listen to it. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Even for meditation, I have, a, I have an app for meditation. No? Oh, yes, I have an app for Bible meditation. You see, I will not leave it to chance. 20 minutes meditation. Recenter is called Recenter with Christ. You just put it. And inside the meditation, I'll be hearing like, a, I see the stream of water at the background. And, I'm hearing, and it's just so sweet and beautiful, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's meditation. But you must be deliberate. That's the idea. You must be deliberate. Can you, can you get quiet with God? In this very busy world, can you be quiet? Can you be 
Ah, we're just so, so busy. Can you get quiet? Let's see Isaiah 30, verse 15, quickly. Isaiah 30, 15. Can you get quiet? Oh, I see a lot of strength in me, quiet before God. I see a lot of strength in it. It's so refreshing. God can talk to you. He said, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The Holy One of Israel says. He said, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. So when you are weak and tired, rather than going around shouting and jumping everywhere, you need to go to God's presence and be quiet. Oh, you just need to go relax there and be quiet. Be quiet before him. He said, be still and know that I am God. When you are still, I will reveal myself to you that I am God. Oh, yeah. When you are still. When you are still. So can you get still before him? Can you get still? Can you, can you, can you, can you make out time that I'm going to just be still before him and let him speak to me? That stillness and quietness is not for him. It is for you. That's why Jesus Christ, that's why early morning he will go, Abi, to the mountain. He will go somewhere and go and pray. Not because of anything, but because at that time you will not be hearing, he will not be hearing cattle or ram or children making noise. He will not be hearing all those things. It is still, he can, he can connect easily. That's why he was doing it. That's why. That's why we, when we say, when we hear some Christians, People say, oh, 12 midnight prayer. It's not because of heaven is open. Heaven is not, heaven is always open. It's not about open heaven. There's no time that heaven is open. It is for you. It is when you're on, when you can be open. Hallelujah. Oh, some people are just carrying stress unnecessarily. Go to Jesus. I just, I just know that no matter it, when there are sometimes I face some challenges, <laughs> maybe from the office. As I'm going home, I'm like, let me just go and pray. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just like, let me just go to that my place. Can you just go there? You don't have to be seeing anything. No. You're just in your father's presence. And very soon, before you know it, a word will begin to float. Oh, a word will begin to come. You live for you. You went there like this. You come out like, where them? Who them be? Hallelujah. That's what, that's what happens in his presence. That's how you know him. That's how you know him. But you must, you must create a system out of it. You must be deliberate. I, I, of course, I couldn't finish this. Maybe next week or some other time we'll finish it. All right? But you must add knowledge. You must add knowledge. See, those that know their God, they will be strong and exploits they will do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you rise up this, this evening? Can you rise up this evening? For some people... You will, need to, you will need to make some decisions tonight. I'm sure the Holy Ghost has been telling you some things. I'm pointing out some areas. You need to make some, make some decisions in His presence tonight. I say, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me in this area. I will make out time for you. I will block that friendship. I will close that association. Whatever it is, begin to talk to God right now. Begin to talk to Jesus. Begin to talk to Jesus. Begin to talk to Him. Ask Him for grace. Ask Him for grace. Grace to exercise goodness. Grace to express goodness. Goodness. To express goodness. To express goodness. Grace to express goodness. Grace to seek knowledge. Oh, grace to seek knowledge. Grace to seek knowledge. Grace to hunger and thirst after him. 
to hunger and thirst after him, after his presence. He said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, ask him for grace. Oh, you need to walk in step with the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you tonight. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Maradu Sheke Baba. So that you're not being ineffective in your knowledge of Christ. You won't be unproductive. You'll not be unproductive or ineffective in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there somebody here? You are here this evening. You've not made Jesus the Lord of your life. I want to give you an opportunity. An opportunity to know Christ. To know him as a father. To know him as a friend. To know him as a brother. Hallelujah. That's who he, who he is to us. He's a father. He's a friend. He's a brother. I want to give you the opportunity here tonight. You want to be born again? Just raise your hand wherever you are. You want Jesus to be the Lord of your life? Just raise your hand. Say, Jesus, I want a relationship with you. I'm not looking for religion anymore. Not, no more religion. I want relationship. I want a living relationship with you. Let me see that hand up. Let me see that hand up. I want to pray with you. You want Jesus into your heart. You need him. Lord, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you because we will not be ineffective in our knowledge of you. Thank you because our lives will count. Thank you because we have grace to add to our faith all that we need to add. We thank you because your divine power is with us. Ah, giving us everything we need to, to live a godly life. No, we, we, we will live godly lives. Lives that, lives that point others to Jesus. Father, we thank you for that grace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.